Let your child rest in your love. Let them know they are accepted just as they are, for their successes and their failures, their efforts and their mistakes, their behavior and silliness, their qualities and their flaws. When you accept and love a child unconditionally, you help them get in touch with their true essence, which is pure and innocent. You help them accept who they are. and you create a shift in this planet's energy from burden from expectations stress and pressure to love compassion radical acceptance and peace want to change the world do it one person at a time accept yourself accept your child unconditionally hi friends you're listening to raising parents a podcast for modern parents on a journey to become aware conscious and mindful parents and i am your host saloni singh a parent and family coach mom of two amazing teenage daughters wife and a friend and we are talking about radical acceptance radical acceptance means completely and totally accepting someone or something from the depths of your soul with your heart and your mind you just stop fighting the reality and when you stop fighting you suffer less and others as well that means you don't feel discomfort frustration or anger when you think about the situation you might say but saloni my child is not motivated to do anything i have to push my child for basic hygiene for homework for house chores for everything really that's understandable what we are talking about is a complete paradigm shift here let me explain tell me even after all the nagging instructing and coaxing do your children still listen to you even if they might follow your commands due to your terror and fear does that really make them self responsible self disciplined and self motivated i hear you say no but as a parent isn't this our duty to tell them to constantly push them encourage them to do better you might ask Most of us have been brought up to believe that if you accept a child as she or he is they will remain just the way they are. They believe that the best way to help a child become something better in the future is to tell them what you don't accept about them now. And therefore most parents rely heavily on the language of unacceptance while raising their children. They believe this is the best way to help their children. The soil that most parents provide for their children's growth is heavy with evaluation, judgment, criticism, preaching, moralizing. All these messages convey unacceptance to the child, and they feel there is something wrong with the way he or she is. Do you know that your language has a huge influence, both positive as well as negative, on your child, and this can really make or break your child's confidence, motivation, and self-esteem. This reminds me of a teenage boy I was coaching last year. He came to session one day and seemed quite frustrated. He told me that he had an exam the other day. He wanted to study really well for his exam. He played on his PS3 after coming back from the school for about an hour. He was feeling recharged and he was going towards his room planning his study timetable in his head when his dad came from behind literally yelling at him that why he isn't studying. for his test he should be serious and he should be studying for 5 6 hours before this test he said all my motivation vanished and i became so agitated 
I just didn't feel like studying after that anymore. I sat in my room the whole time, but I did not study. And I didn't do well in my exam as well. And I felt so bad. There are certain ways of communication that make a child feel that he or she is not accepted the way they are. And that leads to a deep belief that I am not good enough. Not good enough for me, for my parent or the society. Some of the ways we communicate unacceptance to our children are preaching, moralizing and lecturing. When we tell our children you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't behave like this or you should do this, children start feeling that they are doing something wrong. Especially children after the age 7 or 8, they strongly resist these shoulds or musts and they start defending their position or making excuses or even lying. This conveys to the child that parents lack of trust, suspicion or doubt in child's capability. And they resist or rebel or sometimes go into their shell as per their personality. As in the example of the teen boy I shared. Other such ways are telling, commanding or ordering. Have you ever heard yourself saying things like, come here right now, stop fidgeting around, don't touch that thing, stop crying. Most of the time, the parents are coming from a place of care and concern for the child. But the way they say it, the tone of the voice, the pitch and the volume, everything, it is not caring or loving. And these gestures might be really harsh, especially for young and sensitive children. They tell the child that his feelings or needs are not important. And she or he must comply with what the parent feels or needs. I know we all have done that. I'm sure I've done that. Such instructions communicate controlling intentions to the child as well and teach them to control others rather than anything else. A common tactic we parents use to make children listen is threatening. If you do this, I'll take your phone away. If you don't listen, I'll be really angry with you. I'm sure you can relate with them. We all have done it. And we all parents do this at times when we don't know what else to do how to make our children listen or do things that we want. It might be because we are ourselves tired and exhausted or maybe handling many things at a time. Some people might have elderly or sick parents to take care of, stressful jobs, health issues or any other challenges of life. But it is really important to know the impact these messages have on our children. They can make a child feel fearful and submissive. This can evoke resentment and hostility. In the same way that ordering, directing, commanding, all these things do. When a parent raises their voice or speaks in an angry tone, that produces fear of the parent's power. And child hears the threat of getting hurt. It can make the child feel resentful, sad, angry, causing him to express hostile feelings, throw a tantrum, fight back, rebel, and even test the parent's will. They may cause feelings of guilt in a child that he or she is bad. Another damaging language is name-calling, ridiculing, or shaming the child. Sometimes parents and even other family members call the child lazy, stupid, dumb, couch potato, or something else, even if it's in humor. But name-calling or labeling can have a devastating effect on the self-image of a child. Because whatever they are hearing, they start believing that about themselves. It can make the child feel unworthy, bad, unloved. 
most frequent response of children to such maps messages is to give one back to the parent or their siblings as well they might say oh you are a hypocrite or look who is calling me lazy they they might resist and rebel but they are definitely making a self image understand parent is a mirror through which child sees the picture of themselves here's the thing whether a child or an adult we all operate from our self image when a child hears a label that becomes their self image and they start behaving more and more like that for example if your self image is you're confident in public speaking there's a great chance that you're going to be good at it while if you believe that you're shy or you're not confident or you become nervous every time you go on stage you will have the same experience as well so you must be wondering what to do how to help and encourage and support our children i remember a really nice story a mother who was deeply worried about her son she was living in a village and outside the village lived a great sage people will go to him for wisdom and solutions so she decided one day to go to him and share about her worries she enters the hut and she sees this calm sage sitting in meditation she sits near his feet noticing the wonderful aura around him as he open his eyes and ask her to share what she has come for she starts telling the sage that i am so worried about my son i am so worried about my son he doesn't study he doesn't pay attention to me he doesn't care for himself and everybody makes a fool of him and people don't trust him people don't actually treat him well and she kept on sharing and sharing and sharing a lot of things she said that he is not worldly smart and as she took a pause to breathe the sage who was looking deeply and intently at her and listening very carefully said can you tell me something that you love about your son and her eyes started shining and she started telling that oh my son is really full of love he's so caring he takes care of everyone at home he's so good with his younger sister and he's very good at cooking as well sometimes he cooks for me and he's very sensitive he take care of everybody he he sometimes goes out of the way to help his friends and she kept on telling and sharing all the amazing qualities his, her son had and when she took a pause in between to breathe the sage said can you just remember this and can you recite this every morning noon afternoon evening and night every single day for next 30 days all the amazing things that you've told me about your son that you love just do this and then come back after 30 days the mother went off wondering that what is it that she has to do and sage hasn't given any other formula or solution or a magic pill to help her son but she really respected the sage so she did exactly what he has asked her to do every morning noon afternoon evening night she kept on reciting and remembering all the amazing qualities of her son and expressed her love and gratitude to him as well and after 30 days she went back to the sage and she went there with a gift and she told the sage that you have done some magic and my son is a completely changed boy 
and she started telling that he's doing really good he's paying attention to everything he's focusing on his studies and everything is just going so well i can't thank you enough i'm so happy and he's so happy and she just started praising her son and started telling the sage all the amazing things her son was doing as she stopped and took a pause the sage said was looking at her deeply into her eyes with love and compassion now remember this for whole of your life mother so can we remember this there's a universal law where attention goes energy flows so with our focus and attention we are watering many seeds in our child's being if we focus on their weaknesses shortcomings and flaws they will grow and increase as we had anticipated and if we focus on all their qualities their goodness and beauty that will grow multifold as well that's the magic of attention they say that the way we look at things change the things we are looking at so can we do what sage had suggested to that mother focus only on the good even if we feel there are 100 things which are wrong with our children can we watch and catch that one right thing and pay attention to that one thing express our love and gratitude let's see what is possible with that kind and loving attention the more we appreciate the good in our children certainly the more good will appear in their lives the more we believe that they are wonderful divine human beings the more they will believe in the goodness they have as well and i will share a simple tip with you as well so next time just start noticing every single day how much do you focus on the negatives and how much do you focus on the positives in your children and keep the ratio of negative to positive to 1 is to 5 so every time you think or complain or nag for one thing make sure you feel great about five great things in your child and express to them as well just make sure that it's not an empty praise so you praise their efforts you praise what they're doing you praise their qualities with a genuine evidence as well so they can feel that you're doing it not just for the sake of saying but you really mean it keep loving and keep appreciating and i will be seeing you soon in the next episode of raising parents where we will discuss more qualities of this wonderful space we are holding for our children signing off saloni singh thank you so much for listening and if you like this episode please share with as many parents as you can i feel really grateful for your reviews for your messages and for spreading these words to other people